Everybody talks about how to make more money, but our world has changed. We don't get to run our business from an office anymore. Our coworkers are our kids, spouse, and dog, and those guys are needy. We have to accomplish things in a fraction of the time that they used to take. Time is our most valuable asset. Time to run our business, time to grow our business, time to be with the ones we love, maybe even time to have fun. Join me on my journey to find the best tools and systems to run my business with the goal of earning more time every day. My name is Emily Martinez, and this is Time Hacking Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening today. So I have been listening to just a bunch of books lately. And one of the ones that I I just finished was called Future Proof by Kevin Roos, R-O-O-S-E. And I'll put a link to his book in on my resource page if you want it. But this book was published just fairly recently, um, like in January of 2021. So depending on when you're listening to it, that's, that's pretty recently. And so it popped up in my Audible feed, which all of this is kind of ironic. So I'm listening to this book and this, uh, this author is a writer. I, I want to say he's for the New York Times. He's a technology writer. Either way, that's the important part. So he's, he writes about technology and, you know, he's sort of like he was a, a techno guy. Like he was super into all of these new technologies and things like that. And then he was sort of like exposed to some higher level thinkers, like people who are creating these new technologies. And he came to understand like new insights that the regular people don't get to know, just regular users don't get to know. So when you are a reporter (laughs) in these conferences, and or you're going to these conferences, then you get to share like people share new insights that are further than what maybe they they want you to know. And so a lot of the the topic of this book was all about like automation and artificial intelligence. And so the largest sort of um, thesis was that, you know, the robots are coming, we're not a single person on the planet has a robot proof job. And really, like everyone, every single person has all of this, you know, data and statistics to back this up, but every single person is replaceable. Not to mention, like, so, so then you think like, okay, well, but someone's gonna have to make the machines, someone's gonna have to, which is all very true. The challenge is that when the decision makers who are implementing these systems in place do so haphazardly or without uh, thoughts of the further consequences, then they put a lot of people out of work. So through sloppy automations and through artificial intelligence that isn't fully thought through, then those sort of things like can make mistakes and can also like one, like eliminate entire industries, even though they maybe shouldn't be or things like that. And so, um, yes, they are making new jobs. And he definitely like in the book, like he describes both sides of the arguments, like the, the people who say that artificial intelligence will make more jobs, just like every uh, industrial res- revolution did. But his argument was that like, okay, that might be so, but in most of the industrial revolutions that have already happened, those jobs didn't happen until like 
90 years down the road. So his, you know, he had recommendations for humans to be future proof. And the thing that really sort of stuck out to me was that we as humans value humanity, which sounds like, yeah, big fat duh. But I'm thinking about my chimney sweeping business and the way, so I, I've automated very specific things and that's kind of my thing. Like I talk a lot about automating your personal business so that you can have time to yourself and to do your own things. But in the crucial spots, we still hit humanity hard. Like we, we really hit humanity hard where it really truly matters. And what I mean by that is the things that are automated are the things that I personally have to do myself. At some point in time, I intend to hire a way, but they're minor tasks that I don't need to be doing every single day. One of those is sending out an, an appointment reminder via email to the people the day before. It's the same email over and over, and it can be done without me. It's, it can all be automated. So that's something that I have automated away from my daily task because it would take me hours. It would take me super long. Even if I'm just copying and pasting, that's still something that would take me a long time. The other thing is sending invoices. I have found a system that sends our invoices for us. When the job is complete, the invoice is sent automatically. So done. I'm just kidding. It's not totally automatically because we have a little more control of that, but we hit a button. That's all we have to do to to send them an invoice. And so these are the crucial parts of automation that I that work for me. And then people can argue like, yeah, that's taking a job away from someone else. Yeah, totally. I could hire someone. I like in theory, if I was running my business, I could hire someone whose entire purpose in life was to do accounts receivable, accounts payable. And yeah, that's a job that I am taking away from someone in the marketplace because I am not going, I'm not hiring someone to do that. However, my company's too small to actually hire someone who's solely dedicated to accounts receivable and accounts payable. So my company would need to be significantly larger in order for that to actually make sense. So my argument is that, okay, so automation needs to be needs to happen in small businesses in order for them to run like their big businesses and to get to the point to run like big businesses. So there's that. But the next part that he was talking about was, like I said, the humanity part of it. So where we have chosen humanity instead of automation is with our tech, our technicians. So our technicians are amazing. We have amazing, amazing technicians who spend too much time at a person's house. And it's that's not my opinion. That's just probably industry opinion um, because they take the time to educate people about how to use their systems. They explain, you know, the best way to solve something. They do, they, they're very like hands-on with the customer to make sure that the customer is completely comfortable with the job that they're doing. And so um, choosing to add humanity into the service that we provide increases our services value substantially. In fact, just yesterday, 
I got two calls from people who were um, coming, who were our customers. So the first guy just called out of the blue, like, I just want you to know how awesome your technician is. Like, he was like, said the same thing. He took so much, he took as much time as necessary for me to feel good. Like, he explained everything to me. Like, he was great. And then a second person called, like, we played phone tag. Like, I was on the phone several times when she tried calling. And so, and then she was out of the office, like lots of things. We, there was probably four calls between us just to like connect. And then we finally connected and she's like, Hey, I just want you to know how awesome your technician is. Like that was all the only reason why she called was to explain that this person was awesome. And she really appreciated the humanity. Um, and in this, in this case, he encountered like what he said was the dirtiest chimney he's ever seen in his entire life. He's been doing this for for a while now. But he's like, you know what? Like it was her dad's house. So there was emotion there. He'd never cleaned it before. She didn't really know what she was getting into. Um, he, I don't know if the dad was still around or what, but anyway, the daughter was taking care of it now. And, and so she had um, a lot of like, there was, yeah, a lot of emotion. And so he took the time to like carefully explain like, hey, this is just a little too long in between sweeps. It's been, you know, 25 years. So that's a little too long in order to stay safe. But, you know, she appreciated that he was kind and careful and non-judgmental, And she was trying to pay more even for the service. But he's like, no, it's okay. Like, like she was feeling bad, but he made her feel good. And so she's, the point of the story was that She's like, you are the people that I am going to um, recommend to everyone. She works in an escrow office. So she sees a lot of people who are buying new houses. And so she's like, I'm please bring by your cards. I'm going to give every single person your card. And so like, those are the sort of touches that make things future proof. Like, yes, can people, I can totally see a robot that someone develops that will sweep a chimney for someone. I mean, yeah, chimneys are weird. There's a lot of weird things that are involved, but I can see like where like in the future, someone's job is to just roll up at someone's house, insert the robot, and then the robot wiggles its way up and down the chimney and cleans everything up. And then the person's job is just pack up the robot and leave. Like, I can see that. It's totally feasible to me. So I'm not under the impression that anything I do, I personally do, is future proof. Anyway. I'm not telling you that to like scare you, but I'm hoping that you're considering ways that you can add humanity into your business um, if you're not there yet. If, if you're not quite thinking about all of the humanity, think about, yes, think about the automation. That's what I think about all the time. But I'm also thinking about the humanity because it's so important and that's where you can charge more. That's where you actually make your money is in how human you are and how you can make a relationship with your customers. Anyway, thanks for listening today. And I will leave a link to that book in my resource page. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Time Hacking Radio. If you are interested in any of the tips or tricks or tools that we mentioned in today's episode, please go to our website, resources.timehackingradio.com where you can find an up-to-date list of all of the good stuff that I like. 
And please join us again on the next episode of Time Hacking Radio.